We're holding on Perk Test Mishnah Test. Uh, halacha is, is that even if you don't write a ksuba, so it's as if you wrote one because of a tonight based, then it's a concept that we've touched on before. Now, the halacha that, the first halacha that we talk about in this Mishnah is let's say that uh, a woman wants to collect her ksuba, um, however, she doesn't have a ksuba on her, all she has is a get. So the get allows her to collect the ksuba because if the get has, has already been used to collect the ksuba, so either the husband will have a shover, he'll have a receipt, or there will be a mark on the get. They'll sign the get, or they'll tear the get, um, which will be a simon that it was already paid back. So collecting with a get, without a ksuba, that works. However, if you want to collect with a ksuba without a get, that won't work, because, uh, you know, what's it called? Maybe she's not divorced yet. Um, similarly, let's say you have Balcho, who has a star. He wants to collect the star, but uh, but Shemitah passed. So in order to collect from the Chov, so he also needs to have a prusbal. One without the other is not going to work. So that's the first halacha that comes up here in the Mishnah. Uh, the second halacha that comes up is based on another idea that we said, that if somebody's machzer grushasai, so usually what uh, we say is that there wasn't another ksuba written. Um, we're, going, we're assuming that the, uh, the first ksuba is carried over to the second marriage. Uh, the exception to that rule will be when a woman presents um, for collection two gitin and two ksubas, right? So then she was divorced twice, she has two different ksubas. But in a situation where either A, she only has one get, even if she has two ksubas, that just means they rewrote the ksuba, they renegotiated the ksuba. She can only collect, say, like uh, the higher one or whatever. Um, uh, but, or, or if she's, uh, what's it called? If she has, she has two gitten and one ksuba, so also she can only collect that one ksuba because the assumption is that carried over to the second marriage. Um, Another situation where you carry over an amount to the second to a, to, it's really the same marriage over here in both these cases. Let's say that somebody was married as a cotton. His father married him off as a cotton, and uh, the marriage only works the Rabbonin. When, and then he remains married, and then uh, they make the marriage the Raisa once he becomes a Gadol. So uh, we assume that the ksuba was not renegotiated and it's the same as what was written in the original marriage. Similar thing would be, interesting, you have a couple who uh, are gayim, right? They're married and they're gayim and they have a, you know, whatever. They have a, a, a marriage agreement that at the termination of this marriage, so you get X amount of money, call it a ksuba, right? Then they become, and then they become Jews and they never write another ksuba. So we assume that that carried over to their life as Jews, and uh, therefore that's all that you get the right to collect. So Mishnah is like this. It's your get, the in ksuba. She takes out a get, and she doesn't have a ksuba, ksuba, so she can still collect the ksuba, because the, you don't need a ksuba in order to collect it. But ksuba ve'in get, but if she has a ksuba without a get... He emeres of a giti. She says, "Listen, my get got lost." Who emeres of a He says, "No, I already uh, paid you back the ksuba, and um, my shover is lost." V'chein bal chayiv shahitzi shtar chayiv ve'ini mal prusbal. 
you don't have a prusible. So you can collect um, without having that uh, get or prusible. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, this changed, he said, because at a certain point it became dangerous uh, to hold on to your gitten or to hold on to your prusible. People would burn them, and therefore you could collect from a ksuba without the get, and uh, the husband had to hold on to his shofar at that point. Uh, if she has two gitten and two ksubas, she can collect twice. If she has two ksubas, oh, or she has one ksuba, two gitten. In the case of shtek ksubas, so she was only divorced once, so she can only collect from one of the ksubas. Oh, ksuba of a get, umisa, or she has one ksuba and there's a get. And then there was a Misa afterwards. But again, there was only one get. So she can only collect that one Ksuba. When somebody divorces and brings his wife back, we assume that, uh, that they're going to carry over the first Ksuba to the second marriage. Similarly, uh, Cotton, whose father marries him off, and it doesn't work with Arisa, um, kima. So when he, he makes the marriage, when he consecrates the marriage as a gadol, so we assume that the ksuva remained the same. Gershon is gayer, ishto imai ksubasa kayemes. Also a gershon is gayer, and his wife, who is also not Jewish, she comes along for the ride. They both become Jewish. So ksubasa kayemes, they both have the same ksuba, shalmanas kain kima. Okay. Moving on, we have a din of Sidur Balshta of Balichayv. Uh, let's say that uh, there are various Balichayv who come to collect. So the halacha is, is the older the chov, so then the first you get to collect. The same thing is true with wives for um, a marriage. Let's say that you have uh, Sarah and Leah. Sarah was married first, Leah was married second, Rachel was married third, and then the husband dies. So then the, the first wife gets the right to collect the ksuba first, then the second, then the, then the third. That's, uh, that's the halacha that's the of, uh, of the order. However, there's another, uh, another issue. Let's say that you have a situation where a husband is married to uh, Leah. Yeah? Then Leah dies. Okay? So Leah dies. What happens? The husband inherits all of Leah's property. Yeah? Then the husband dies. So in Leah's uh, Leah's Ksuba, it says in all we talked about, the Ksuba's Benin Dichrin, that Leah's children from this marriage, in addition to their Chelek and the Yerusha, they get the amount of their mother's Ksuba. So the Halacha is, is that uh, since right now what's on the table is the second wife's Ksuba and this Yerusha of the Benin Dichrin, the halacha is, is that the shibud goes first to the ksuba, or the lady she first gets to collect her ksuba, and then and only then do these uh, children get the right to collect their extra part of the yerusha, um, but first, she has first dibs, this lady, uh, the second wife, has first dibs on collecting her ksuba. So that's Mishnah Aleph. Misha Yenasu Ishtem Nashim, somebody's married to two wives, Umeis, or Yishayna, Umeis, and then he dies, the first wife collects before the second one. The Yorshi and the Yorshim of the first wife, 
They come before the Yarshim of the of the second wife. Again, what's it called? Whoever's Bamach Masam has the same din as them. Nasas Rishayna, but if he marries a first wife, Umesa, then she dies and he inherits all of her property. Nasas Ashniya, then he marries again, Umesu, and then he dies. So Shniya Yarsha Khadmil Yarsha Rishayna. So the second wife first gets dibs on getting all of her ksuba, and then the Yarsha Shniya get dibs on getting the Ksubhnindikran from uh, from from the Ksuba of their mother. I finally have uh, Mishnah Bays, then uh, Mishnah Bays is another uh, <coughs> another situation about the the Ksubas Benin Dichran says that uh, that the children that come out of this marriage, so they're going to get the amount of the Ksuba Yaser Alacheon more than their brothers. So there's the split of the regular Yerusha, and then there's the extra pot of the Benin Dichran. The Mishnah tells an interesting halacha that. If there's going to be nothing left over um, to divide up after you split up the two ksubas, so then you don't, then you disregard the benin dichren and you split everything evenly. Why? Because we don't disregard Yerusha deraisa because of ksubas benin dichren. However, if um, there's just going to be left over even a dinner or some small amount that you're going to be able to split up Yerusha deraisa. So then you would for, then you would first take care of the and Dichrin and then split up the Yerusha Deraisa with whatever's left. Uh, you might think that the that the ones who have a bigger Ksuba, let's say let's say uh, wife number one had a very large Ksuba and wife number two had a smaller one. So it's Kedai for the children of the first wife to say, listen, we'll put a little bit of money extra into the pot. And then that way we get our extra money in the ksuba, and they're going to win out that way. Uh, Allah is that that doesn't work. There has to be something left over, otherwise we just divide everything equally. So the Mishnah says, somebody who's married to two wives, umesu, they both die, and now the husband dies, and they're going to split up his Yerusha. And the Yisayimim, they want the ksuba of their mother. They want to split up the ksubas. And there's only enough money to split up the two ksubas. And if you just split up the two ksubas, so then uh, you're going to abolish the Yerusha Deraisa over here. So forget about the two ksubas, you divide it equally. But if there's even one dinner which is extra, and then you split the dinner. Listen, we'll make sure that uh, we're going to give that extra dinner so that you can have a Yerusha Deraisa. Because they want their mother's Ksuba because it's very large. You don't listen to them. We just estimate everything in Beisdin and you divide everything equally. That's the halacha over here with the Binin Dechrim. We continue tomorrow for the Mishnah.